Before we get into this week's interview with Daniel, we want to take a second to talk about this week's sponsor, GlassesUSA.com. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see right now that Cody and I are both rocking glasses from GlassesUSA.com. We like the fit, we like the finish, and we kind of like the look, and we hope you do as well. We really think you should try GlassesUSA.com out, and the reason you can try them out with confidence is because they offer a risk-free shopping experience with free shipping and returns, 100% money-back guarantee, which is a full refund within the first 14 days of delivery, no questions asked, and a 365-day product warranty. Yeah, and one of the best things that I felt GlassesUSA.com had to offer was a quiz because I was feeling very overwhelmed when I was looking at all the different frames. I have never tried on glasses like this before to know what would fit my face. And the quiz that they have takes about a minute and it suggests the right pair of glasses based on your face shape and needs. And then to take it a step further, they have a virtual try-on that GlassesUSA.com offers for everybody that's on their website where you upload a picture of yourself and you actually get to try on the frames. And after the quiz, they gave me some frames that I liked. I got to try these ones on. And to be 100% honest, the glasses look on me in person the same way it did in the photo, which I thought was incredible. So that's what brought me to this incredible Italian classic style finish that I went with for my blue light lenses. That's right. We actually have a few different glasses with us today. As you can see right now, I have the Revel Dan's. I also have the Revel Hendry's. As you can tell, I like the Revels. And then finally, for those sunny days, I got the Revel Slater's. For me, I went with the classic Italian look with the Ototo Morelia, and I love how these finish. I have sunglasses that are pretty similar to this, and so this is what drew me to these, and I absolutely love them. And then when I hit the beach in the Jersey Shore, I went with that classic, I'm driving through with a convertible Muse Elliott look. And so I love these two glasses, but the more important thing for me was the blue light lenses because this was really important for me sitting in front of the computer screens all day. I don't have a prescription, but another great benefit that GlassesUSA.com has to offer is their prescription scanner app. And so if you don't have your current prescription at hand, glassesusa.com has a free app called a prescription scanner, which can scan your current glasses and help you figure out your prescription. It's easy, free, and takes under 10 minutes. And when you're done, you can immediately start shopping on the site. Yeah, we really love glassesusa.com and we think you will as well. So if you want to check them out, click the link in the description box below and give them a shot today. We want to thank glassesusa.com for sponsoring this week's episode Let's dive into the interview with Daniel. So, Daniel, you're a super fan of the show. You made us very aware of that multiple times. I'm a super fan. I'm a super fan. I'm a super fan. Um, and so, we as a super it. fan, as a super fan, right, you mentioned to Julie that you didn't feel that Nicole going home was your fault just because you weren't the HOH. As a super fan, I'm reiterating it like you do. We know pawns could go home, right? So you put your best friend, your number one ally in a situation when the HOH told you to not use the veto and you did ultimately causing Nicole to be in a situation to go home. Have you reflected at any point to realize, okay, I might not have been the HOH, but I do have some fault for my best friend going home. Uh, I'm aware that my actions have led to her going home, but Nicole and I all week had broke down how the numbers will fall and the only way it can really we can really flip the house and move forward was if Alyssa and indy were on our side so we needed them opposed to sending one of them home where monty would have the ultimate majority of numbers so i told nicole i gotta do this and if you're going home we were gonna go home anyway so uh, i'll see you on the outside world and uh and it, and it worked as it did unfortunately Alyssa and indy were not down whatever however that went down i'll learn later I haven't seen anything at this point, 
But uh, yeah, it's it was the only way we could find ourselves in the end is what we both agreed upon. And so we were aware that there's a very big possibility of her going home and I was next. But you do agree saying, well, it wasn't my fault. HOH, HOH was the, I wasn't the HOH. I, we were sitting there we're like, the HOH yeah. doesn't vote, Daniel. <laughs> Dude, there were other options. There was two other besties that could have went up. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we got it. So, and listen, hey, I do. I to be fair, I understand where you're coming from. It's like, listen, either we go for it now, or we just die a slow death. And so, yeah. I, I honestly do understand the rationale. The only thing we were, you know, we're busting your chops a little bit. It's like, oh, I'm not responsible. I wasn't the yeah. HOH. No, you were the veto holder. That's yeah. So. yeah. That's my point. But yes, it is. It, it was the we're out now, or it's a long, slow, terrible exit. You know. I hear you. So last night during the eviction interview with Julie as you've been probably getting hit with this all day, but I want to try to dive into it a little bit more. Julie asked you about your relationship, your approach with Taylor. And I was, I was surprised at your answer, but I appreciated the honesty. You said, listen, it was both strategic and it was personal. And it was largely based on the situation with Paloma. But as we saw on the feeds and on the show, you were kind of, you, you and Taylor weren't really getting along from the start, including putting her on the block first week and saying, Hey, you might want to apologize to some people for some of the things you've said and done in the house. But I wanted to focus more on what you said because I found it very interesting. You had said that it was mainly based off of the Paloma going home because not only was she your friend, but she was a number for you. And I, and I, I got that part of it. But can you elaborate on how, on how Taylor was responsible for Paloma leaving the Big Brother house? Well, I'm learning now that a lot of lies have gone around. Imagine that in Big Brother. But um, at the time... I'm being fed from everyone but Nicole, who's the only one that vouched for Taylor in week one and two. Everyone's telling me a version of why Taylor should leave, how they want her gone. They're more comfortable if she leaves and that, that she's rubbing them the wrong way. Uh, whether they're lies or not, how Taylor had talked negative, negatively to these people. So I felt it best in my game as first week HOH uh, to go with the house as much as I hate that term and that action first week HOH seems like it's the best option. Um, and because I'm being fed these lies or truths, whatever it was, it needed to happen. When Monty doubled down, I don't know how, what's been shown, but when he doubled down on, she needs to go, this needs to happen this way. She lied about Paloma, this and that. And I was like, cool, Paloma's my homie. Uh, I'm loyal to her and Nicole. I get, this is good for my game, let's do it. Um, and that's where the lines of personal end game have blurred because it's personal because I'm loyal to these people and I find a true friend in them, but it's game because they are a number. So ultimately it was just like stacked on top of each other, just kept layering. And my little mind, I thought is the best move moving forward uh, was to get her out. But you do but just so I'm clear on it, because this is a big thing. Paloma obviously left the season unexpectedly this year. We don't have a ton of information on that. Are you saying here on the winner's circle that, you know, so everyone knows Taylor was not responsible for Paloma going home. 100% not responsible. Okay. Uh, that comment I made, I learned Taylor told me in the house that she had initially said she might be the reason that she spiraled. So that got back to me. So that's where my comment came from. I would okay. never just make that up out of thin air. And it's, I think, on the feeds. But we're in the golf room when she said, I said that. I was like, oh, then that's why I heard it. But yeah, now knowing everything, especially, definitely not her fault. And I don't ever want to put that on anyone. Um. So... We found out, well, you found out yesterday from Julie that there was this alliance that formed called The Leftovers. And ultimately, she put it on the confrontation between you and Taylor 
kind of caused this this blow up in the house, which if I'm being 100% honest with you, Daniel, that blow up between the two of you was very hard to watch. How aggressive it got on your end, it made you come across in a pretty negative light and a lot of people didn't really like it, including us. But when you're in that moment, you know this game, you've watched this game, you know how blow ups can affect you. Have you reflected on it at all, knowing like, man, should I have bit my tongue? Because really, Taylor was coming from a pretty genuine place trying to help Nicole because the house heard or what was circling in the house was it could be something about Nicole's mother. So Taylor was coming from a pretty genuine place like, I feel horrible. I don't know what she's going through, but I want to try to be there for her. And it was completely misconstrued. And then the blow up happened. It was like, Daniel, you really just shot yourself in the foot with that. Yep. And maybe in the game, but also in just like an outside viewpoint. And so yep. is there any reflection that you have on that being, you know, that you've now had a night, you've had a night to sleep on it, you're out of the house and you've heard some of these other interviews? Yeah, absolutely. Um, even without seeing it and knowing the little that I know, but even inside the house, I was aware the next day that there's a whole different way to go about it. Um, unfortunately, the emotions got the best of me, and that is my failure in this game overall. But of course, in that moment, there's a better way to go about it, whether it's sleeping on it and then like having those two in the same room so I could at least figure it out of what happened. Maybe Nicole misheard because my loyalty to Nicole will extend for the rest of my life if she's on the same page. So having that in the house, as you guys may know yourselves, but uh, that I found a best friend in Nicole and anything she told me, I believed 100%. So whether maybe she misheard, but I still believe Nicole. And that was my failure of not stepping back saying, Taylor, in front of Nicole, what happened? Please explain because I'm about, I'm losing my mind. I'm being very overly emotional right now. Um, but in those moments, you know, uh, I'm such a loyal and emotional person in the outside world. Uh, I'm learning a lot, not just from the game. I'm learning a lot as far as the way I should react in the outside world because I've done things like that in the real world. My best friends or my brothers that I feel I'm protecting, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm right. So uh, yeah, I've definitely reflected and I will reflect for the next year minimum. But uh, my first priority is, is watching through these feeds, watching through the clips on the show and uh, taking literal notes so that I could, my priority is to talk to Taylor first and foremost, uh, apologize for specific things outside of a blanket statement. I wanna make sure I know what I'm apologizing for, even though I'm aware. Um, and then, you know, going further on there, posting a video on social media and actually, you know, stating how I feel and whoever it's affected, I am deeply apologetic for. But I want to make sure I am aware of it before I go out and just throw a, a you know, video up without really watching it and really uh, realizing what happened. Yeah. No, well, Big Brother does a great job of of allowing you to see yourself like not a lot of us have the opportunity to see how we come across because there's not videos always recording us. And so that that's a good thing that you're you're willing to actually watch it back and do some self-reflection because there's just deliveries in certain aspects of things and, and the situation specifically in the bathroom. A lot of us were just like, what is he doing? It's like so aggressive. Yeah. And why did nobody step in and be like, Daniel, just settle down. It's like getting very aggressive towards Taylor. Yeah, and, and for me, you know, in the game, it was a trigger of what happened to Paloma. I'm glad that you said what you said, because that's big. You got to take accountability. And Big Brother definitely has a way of making us see things in ourselves that you can't normally see because, you know, you're only seeing one perception. But when you have an opportunity to go back and look from the outside, it, it I, I can tell you, I've said it before. I said it to Nicole. There are some things where I'm like, oh, I got to change that. I don't like how I said that or how I came off in that situation. But a little bit lighter note, okay? We, we're joking with you. 
you said probably a million times you're a super fan. <laughs> and, and, and to be fair, there were moments where you showed that. I think on night one, I was very impressed how you called out Michael for opening the door. That was something I did. Not wanting oh, yeah. to be the first one in. That was that. That shows you are a super fan. And and to be fair, you did call out the alliance that was forming. You kind of knew what was going on. You had you didn't have the tactics to kind of dismantle it, but you were aware of it. That all being said, now as a super fan, I'm sure you were watching at home and you're saying, "I'd be good at this game. I know this game. I've watched it forever." Is it fair to say, Daniel? Maybe it's not that being a super fan of the show doesn't necessarily correlate into being a great player. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sitting here fifth one out and uh, fourth one voted out. But uh, yeah, you could be as big of a fan you want. I'm a fan of the Beatles. Doesn't mean I could be a McCartney, you know. But um, yeah, and I can't. I play guitar and I still can't play as good as uh, John Lennon. But yeah, you know. And you're sitting at home. You have all the full pictures. So you're like, oh, this is so easy. Now I get it. But you're in there. You have one story. It's what you're being told and what you think. And uh, Definitely, uh, you know, what makes a good player is removing emotion from the game. I think ultimately, whether you're good at competition or not, I think the emotion is the huge detriment to anyone's game. And unfortunately, I'm an emotional person and that got me. So, um, yeah, I mean, super bad or not, that doesn't mean you're going to be good. Cody, do you have any final questions before I wrap it up? No, that 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 was that was a great great response because I was sitting there when you were interviewing with Julie. A lot of these questions for me came from when you were talking to Julie. You were like, I felt like I was teaching everybody how to play the game, and I was like, Daniel, what are you talking about, bro? I'm like, you're sitting <laughs> on the stage. I'm like, you're, you're interviewing with Julie right now. Who are you teaching how to play the game? So, but it was, you know, those are like funny. Honestly, you have one of my favorite sound bites, which I, I was I, I was hoping they were using it in the uh, in the episode. It was like, I can't believe I have to live a week with this people, and then it was like, bah, 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 dah, dah. I was like. <laughs> Oh, they got to use that another time, but uh, no, that that's it from us. Thank you for uh, thank you for spending the time with us, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel, we definitely have to do. I think you have a great a great approach. You got to go back and watch it. You got to see what people are saying, and then I think whether it's here or somewhere else, you're obviously invited to come back on the Winner Circle, do a longer interview where now you've had a chance to see everything, kind of digest it, and and come back with some responses. But at minimum, I think you have the right idea. You and Taylor need to have a conversation uh, off off camera between the two yes. of you as humans. I think that's the best approach. But as always, we appreciate you coming on the Winner Circle. Welcome to the BB family. You're now part of it. It's a small group of people. Um, get back to your family and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you guys so much. All right. It's an honor.